Welcome in to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, and this is episode number 128. One, two, eight. Now that's a significant number. In fact, it carries biblical meaning and it spiritually implies that God will always correct your ways if you take the wrong steps in your life. So Taco Corp, Nate, let God work through you and correct you in your ways. In other words, stop stealing our segments. I think that's from some kind of Zodiac horoscope website, and I may or may not be buying some tarot cards after I'm done here. So Nate, I know you're listening. Once those come in the mail, I'm going to need your help setting those up. All right, on tap for this episode, we've got Matt's Week 12 NFL recap, a few stats, and a home league update at the end. Let's go ahead and get this party started with Matt. Welcome to the 58 West King score recap for Week 12 in the NFL. Let's get into scores. We had three games on Thanksgiving Thursday. First one was the Bears at the Lions. Lions lose again, 14 to 16. They fall to the Bears. Take a look at the stats. Mr. Andy Dalton, 317 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was sacked once. Dave Montgomery, 17 rushes for 46 yards. And Darnell Mooney continues to break out. Five receptions for 123 yards. Let's take a look at the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff back in the lineup, 171 yards, two touchdowns, one sack. Jamal Williams, 15 carries for 65 yards. DeAndre Swift, three carries, zero yards. And Josh Reynolds, three receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Next game up, we had the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Dallas Cowboys. This was the barn burner of the week. Raiders win this one 36-33 in overtime. Yeah, really, really close game, hard-fought game. Let's go ahead and get into the statistics here. David Carr, 24 of 39, 373 yards, one touchdown. He was sacked three times. Josh Jacobs had 22 rushes for 87 yards and a touchdown. And Marcus Mariota had a rushing score. Hunter Henfro led the receivers with eight receptions for 134 yards. Deshaun Jackson back as a burner, three receptions, 102 yards, and a score. Moving on to the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 375 yards, two touchdowns, was sacked once. Tony Pollard led the way on the ground, 10 carries for 36 yards. Zeke did find the end zone. And the leading receiver, Michael Gallup, five receptions for 106 yards. Moving on, Buffalo Bills travel to the New Orleans Saints. Bills win this one handily 31-6. And the Taysom Hill is now our new starting quarterback game because Simeon sucked that bad. Bills win this one handily. Looking at the Bills, Allen, four touchdowns, 260 yards throwing through two picks. Singletary led the way on the ground, 15 carries for 44 yards. And Stephon Diggs with seven receptions, 74 yards, and a touchdown. And Dawson, the tight end, knocks three receptions, 32 yards, two scores. And Matt Breida also had a receiving touchdown. Looking at the Saints, Simeon, 163 yards, one touchdown. He was intercepted. Tony Jones, no Camara, no Ingram. Tony Jones, 16 rushes for 27 yards. Leading receiver, L. Humphrey. Don't know his first name, but it's L. Humphrey, three receptions for 47 yards. Moving on to the Sunday slate. First game up we have is the Eagles. Traveling to the New York Super Giants, Eagles suck, but and lose 13 to seven. Yeah, ugly day for the Eagles. Hurts 129 yards, three interceptions, no touchdowns. Hurts did have eight carries for 77 yards. Boston Scott had a rushing score, 15 carries for 64 yards. He also had a fumble late in the game. Miles Sanders had nine carries for 64 yards. Left the game with an injury. Uh, moving on over to the Giants, Daniel Jones, 202 yards, one touchdown. Saquon Barkley, 13 rushes, 40 yards. And Kenny Galladay, three receptions for 50 yards. Slayton also had 40 yards and a receiving touchdown. Next game up, we have 
Atlanta Falcons going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Rawr, rawr. Falcons win this one 21 to 14. Matt Ryan, 19 to 29, 190 yards and a touchdown. Cordero Patterson back on the field, 16 rushes for 108 yards and two touchdowns. Good day for him. He also had two receptions for 27 yards. Russell Gage led the way for receivers with six receptions for 62 yards. Looking at Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, 228 yards, one touchdown, one interception. James Robinson, 17 rushes for 86 yards. And Treadwell led the way for receivers, four receptions for 53 yards. Next game, New York Jets travel to the Houston Texans. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets win 21-14. Zach Wilson back under center, 145 yards, zero touchdowns. He did throw an interception. Uh, Tevin Coleman, 16 carries for 67 yards. Walter and Zach Wilson both had rushing touchdowns. And Elijah Moore had four receptions for 46 yards. Taking a look at Houston, Tyrod Taylor, 158 yards, two touchdowns, did throw a pick. On the ground, David Johnson, 10 rushes for 39 yards, and Tyrod Taylor, 2 rushes for 30 yards. Receivers leading the way, Brandon Cooks, 3 receptions for 45 yards and a touchdown. Next game up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals win this one handily 41-10. Yeah, real rough day for the Steelers. Taking a look at the Bengals here, Joe Burrow, 190 yards, one touchdown. He did throw a pick. Joe Mixon dominated on the ground, 28 rushes, 165 yards, and two touchdowns. He continues a great season. I should have never let you go, Mixon. Should have never traded him. T. Higgins led the way for the receivers, six receptions for 114 yards and a touchdown. Taking a look at the Steelers, we have Big Ben, Roethlisberger, 263 yards, one touchdown. He threw two picks. Najee Harris, eight carries for 23 yards. And receiving Johnson, nine receptions for 95 yards. Next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the Indianapolis Colts. This was a really close one, too. This was tied for second for Barn Burner of the Week. 38-31 Buccaneers. Tom Brady, 226 yards, one touchdown. He did throw a pick. Leonard Fournette, 17 rushes for 100 yards. And three touchdowns. Ronald Jones also had a rushing score. Rob Gronkowski, seven receptions, 123 yards. He was gassed on the sidelines, breathing for oxygen, and for good reason. Moving on over to the Colts, Carson Wentz, 306 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and he was sacked three times. Jonathan Taylor, 16 rushes for 83 yards and a score. Jack Doyle, six receptions, 81 yards and a touchdown. And Doolin also had a score, as well as T.Y. Hilton. Moving on to the Carolina Panthers at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins win this one 33-10. Cam Newton, 92 yards, two interceptions. P.J. Walker, 87 yards, one interception, no touchdowns coming from the Panthers. We will focus on the Dolphins, though. Tua Tagovailoa, 230 yards, one touchdown. Miles Gaston, 16 rushes for 49 yards and two TDs. Good game for him. And one TD going to Jalen Waddle on nine receptions for 137 yards. Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans. At the New England Patriots. Patriots win this one 36-13. Yeah, the Patriots continue to roll. What can I say? Mac Jones is doing good things. 310 yards for Jones, two touchdowns. Ramondre Stevenson had nine rushes for 46 yards. And Damian Harris, 11 rushes, 40 yards, and a score. Receivers, Jacoby Myers, five receptions for 98 yards. And Bourne, five receptions for 61 yards and two TDs. Looking at the Tennessee Titans, Tannehill struggled 93 yards throwing. One touchdown, one interception. He was sacked twice. That uh, Patriots defense was stifling. On the ground, Hilliard, 12 12 rushes for 131 yards and a touchdown. And Deontay Foreman, 19 rushes for 109 yards and a touchdown. Good day for the rushing attack, but it was not anywhere near enough to keep pace with the Patriots. 
Next game, we have the L.A. Chargers at the Denver Broncos. Broncos win this one 28-13. Bridgewater, 129 yards, one touchdown. Drew Locke even threw four passes in this game and threw a pick. Melvin Gordon led the way on the ground, 17 rushes for 83 yards. But Javante Williams and Teddy Bridgewater both had rushing scores. Receiving, Javante Williams led the way, three receptions, 57 yards. The touchdown went to Saubert. Looking at the Chargers, Herbert, 303 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw two picks. He also led the way on the ground with four rushes for 36 yards. Leading receiver, Keenan Allen, seven receptions, 85 yards. Austin Eckler had six receptions for 68 yards and a touchdown. I think he needs a stack correction and get him up to 69. That's what I say. Moving on to the Sunday Night Football game, Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. This was a snooze fest on primetime. Ravens win this one 16-10. Lamar Jackson, 165 yards, one touchdown, four interceptions, and he was sacked twice. He led the way on the ground with 17 rushes for 68 yards. Devontae Freeman following up with 16 rushes for 52 yards and... On the receiving side, Mark Andrews, four receptions for 65 yards and the recipient of that touchdown. Moving on to Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield wasn't much better. 247 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, was sacked twice. Kareem Hunt, seven rushes for 20 yards. Nick Chubb, eight rushes for 16 yards. And Landry, six receptions for 111 yards. Njoku was a recipient of that Baker Mayfield touchdown. Last game up, we have the Monday night football game. Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. And another snooze fest on primetime. Football team wins 17-15. to Tyler Heineke, 223 yards, one touchdown and one pick. Gibson had a good day on the ground, 29 rushes for 111 yards. McKissick did get a rushing touchdown. Moving on to the receivers, McLaurin had four receptions for 51 yards. And McKissick also had a receiving touchdown. And that does it for the NFL recap for Week 12. Back to you, Tony. Thanks for that, Matt. Sports gambling is taking the nation by storm as degenerates across the country open their wallets and hand their hard-earned money over to books. We've hit a couple of rough spots as well this NFL season, but I decided to take a look at how the league's performing against the spread. And if you're not familiar with what against the spread means, it's just choosing the amount of points a team is going to win or lose by instead of picking winners and losers or money line. So I've got the top five and the bottom five. The number one team against the spread in 2021 are the Green Bay Packers, and they're sitting at 10 and 2. Next up is the Cardinals and the Cowboys. These teams are both at 8 and 3. The Patriots are next at 8 and 4. Good luck using their backfield for fantasy, but for spreads, they've actually been solid. And then surprisingly, the Lions are at number 5, and they've been somewhat reliable at 7 and 4. Detroit, though, they're also 0 and 11 at biting kneecaps this season. So Dan Campbell is a damn liar. And he can't be trusted. Now for the bottom five of the league. The Jets are dead last at three and eight. If you're betting on them, just why? And then the football team, the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Jaguars are four and seven. And making you probably pull your hair out. So stop betting on them. It's kind of weird seeing Kansas City down there. You know, maybe not if you're following this stuff closely. But since the start of last season, so 2020, they're actually depressing 12 and 18 against the spread which is not great. Moving on now to our league of record. This week had mostly low scoring affairs. In fact, we had just three teams break the 100 point mark, but in our first matchup, the banana stand, my team lost to Otter job, Albert's team, moving Albert to seven and five, dropping my team to six and six, just outside of the playoff bubble. 
Next up is Ayukin, so Smoothie's team. He beat Wayne 97 to 86, dropping the Tinker Stinkers to 9 and 3 and improving to 7 and 5 for Smoothie. Next, the Boner Jams 03. They won 98 to 95 against Brandon's Meaty Clackers, dropping Brandon to 2 and 10, moving Matt to 7 and 5. Next up, Josh, Dak to the future. He blew out just here, no fine. So Allen's team, 160 to 68. Josh moves to 6 and 6, dropping Allen to 5 and 7. Inglorious Bastards won 83 to 76 in a low scoring affair against Peeping Tomlinson, dropping Julian to 3 and 9 and moving his team to 8 and 4. So Jason looking good for the playoffs. In our final matchup, the GNTs almost beat Nate by 100 points, dropping Nate to 5 and 7 and moving Trey to 7 and 5. On to our standings in the Axis of Evil division. Albert takes control at 7 and 5. Trey's in second place at 7 and 5. In third and fourth, Dak to the Future and my team at six and six. And then in fifth and sixth, Nate and Allen at five and seven. Over in the Allies division, Wayne still sits atop that division at nine and three, followed by Jason at eight and four. Next up, Smoothie and Matt are at seven and five. And then Julian eliminated from playoff contention at three and nine. And then Brandon also eliminated at two and 10. So we already have Beisner and Julian out of playoff contention. We laid them to rest last week. This week, we actually had no one eliminated from playoff contention, but two games out with two games to go. We have Nate and Allen. These guys need to win out, and they need one of the seven and five teams to lose out. So good luck there, guys. You're also going to need to catch up in points because you're currently both trailing those teams. That is all we have for you today. As a reminder, if you don't follow the show on Twitter, you can find us at 58WKingPodcast and also hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. While you're at it, give Nate's Taco Corp fantasy football podcast a follow at Taco Corp Pod or at Naderade530 on Twitter. You can also find Nate's show pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. And finally, Matt, with our very own, very original Banger of the Week. Love you guys. Bye. This week's Banger of the Week takes us back to 2003. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won a Super Bowl in San Diego, and I was in my sophomore high school realizing the world was not going to be as easy as I wanted it to be, especially with the ladies. The song signifies the changing of the seasons and how cold weather affects us negatively, affects the Eagles negatively, and also affects my fantasy football teams negatively somehow or another. Anyway, hope you enjoy. The time has come for colds and overcoats. We're quiet on the ride. We're all just waiting to get home. Another week away, my greatest fear. I need the smell of summer, I need its noises in my ear Looks could really kill, then my profession would be staring No, we do this cause we care, not for the thrill Collect calls to home, tell them that I realize That everyone who lives will someday die and die Chance I should have took Every minute is a mile 